You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Washed white as snow is the title of this devotion. That statement comes here out of Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Here the Lord is speaking to his children, to the children of Israel. And he says to them, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Oh, it's such a powerful thing when the Lord says to you, come, come on. Okay then, okay, okay. If you feel so guilty, if you feel so condemned, why don't you come talk to me about it? If you're feeling so bad about yourself, why don't you just come talk to me? Come on. If you confess your sins, you'll see I'm faithful and just, not only to forgive you, but to cleanse you of all unrighteousness, it says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. David, you know so well, oh, the horrible, horrible sin he had committed and the consequences were so dire. Don't ever allow the thought in your heart to commit adultery and say, well, David did it. You would never want to pay the price that he paid. And if you truly have the heart of David, you know never to say such a silly thing. Well, David did it. I can do it. David committed adultery with Bathsheba. I can do it. He still was the man of God, the man of the God's own heart. Yes, my friends, but the price he paid out of his own judgment, he had said, it shall be repaid fourfold. And four of his precious children died. Four of his beautiful children died. And as a consequence of this, out of his own judgment, and he lost his throne for a time and caused incredible shame to the name of the Lord and gave the enemies of the Lord incredible opportunity to mock God. And yes, he recovered, but only because he was David was he able to recover. This is why David is that man after God's own heart, because he was able through his weeping and crying and humbling, which he had been living in for years and years and years, able to, to, to find that mercy of God and receive grace to help him in time of need, as Hebrews 4 verse 12 teaches us about. So I want to encourage you, friends, don't ever, ever think, well, David did it, I can do it. Don't ever think such a silly thing. But yes, David in Psalm 51 is crying out to God and he says, Lord, offerings and sacrifices for sin is not what you want from me right now. You do not want penance. You want honesty of heart. You want me to be honest to you and upright. You want me to stop being deceitful about what happened. You see adultery 
and those kinds of sin always cause deception and deceit. You cannot allow adultery in your heart and not allow deception and deceit in your heart. That is the very nature of adultery. You see, adultery is where your inner man begins to split and you become split inside. On one side, you know what is good, but the other side, you lust after what is evil and, the, and you become inwardly divided and you destroy your own soul, it says in the book of Proverbs. An adulterer destroys his own soul. Read chapter four and five and six and seven of Proverbs and you'll see. You destroy your, your, natu- your nature if you continue. You, 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 you have to run from it. David says in Psalm 119, um, where is it, verse 98 or something like that. He said, when I realized the wrong direction I was headed in, I came running back to you. Run while you still can. Run away from it with all your might. Get away from it while, while you still can. But David, he said here in Psalm 51, behold, Lord, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin my mother conceived me. I know what you want from me. You desire truth in my inward parts and in the hidden parts. You will make me to know wisdom. You will give me that consciousness where I know, nah, this is wrong. That's right. I'm not going to go this way. I'm going to go this way. And he said to them, purge me with hyssop. Hyssop is a plant used for healing. And what they would do is they would take that plant and dip it in water right? Let it sit in the water so that the, 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 the ingredients of the plant would come in the water and they would then sprinkle that water on us. And it talks about the cleansing of God's Holy Spirit from the defilement of sin. You see, shame is what comes out of defilement. Guilt comes out of what we have done wrong before God. When you've done what's wrong before God, when you violated His word, His laws, you will have guilt. You will have a judgment before the throne of God. And it's the blood of the Lamb of God that takes away that judgment because He bore the punishment. But it is the sprinkling of that, of that Spirit of Christ by which He perfectly offered to God that cleanses you shame has to do with defilement that cleanses you. And so he says, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. I truly believe with all my heart because I live in it myself. You can be washed whiter than snow. I live in it with all my heart. And I love being washed white as snow consistently, constantly by the Holy Spirit, cleansing me inwardly with the blood of Jesus, making me holy, acceptable, and well-pleasing to my loving Heavenly Father. I love living in His presence without having any consciousness of anything against me because of the blood and the precious Holy Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ coming into me consistently, keeping me clean, keeping me washed, white as snow. You see, it says here in Isaiah chapter 43, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 25, 
I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Let me read that same verse from the Amplified here, 43, verse 25. I, even I, am he who blots out and cancels your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. In other words, there's nothing before the throne of God that has a charge against you. It has been blotted out. It has been canceled, the charge. You see, it says in Hebrews 1 verse 3, after he established the cleansing of our sins, and the clearing of our record in his own blood, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. You see, when you come to Christ with your sins and said, have mercy upon me, a sinner, he through his blood can cancel the debt, clear the record, and wash you white as snow so that there is no charge against you. The Bible says, who shall lay a charge against God's elect when God's the one who justifies you? Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Oh, come on, friends. You need to realize that there is help for you to get rid of the guilt and to be washed white as snow from all the shame and that you can face your accusers and you can face the embarrassment of the wrong choices you've made and you don't have to run away from what people may think and you can face it and be a witness, be a testimony. David said in Psalm 71, he said, Lord, I am a miracle to all who know me and I have not hidden your righteousness from the assembly. I have testified to everybody that you are so good in forgiving all my sins. Friends, I want to encourage you, don't let the devil chase you away because you made some wrong choices or you've, or you've suffered some shame. No, the opposite, face it, face it. Be a witness. People need this today. They need you to look them in the eyes and say, you know, I was lost, but I'm found. I was blind, but I see I was dead, but behold, I'm alive. I was bound, but I'm free. I was unclean, but I've been cleansed. I've been cleansed in the blood of the Lamb. I've been washed by the snow, and God's cleared my record, and there's no memory against me. There's no memory against me. Look what it says here in Ezekiel. Now that I'm saying this, I just think of this scripture in Ezekiel chapter 18. Ezekiel 18, I may mention this this verse again to you later this week, but I, I can't wait now. If a wicked man turns from all his sins, as it says too in Isaiah 55, I think, verse 7, let the wicked man forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will be merciful to him and to our God and he will abundantly pardon read it there in Isaiah 55 or 7 and 8. And here he says, if the wicked man turns from all his sins, which he has committed, keeps all my statutes and does what is lawful and right, he shall surely live and he shall not die. Listen now, 
This is Ezekiel 18, verse 22. None of his, none of the transgressions which he has committed shall be remembered against him because of the righteousness which he has done. He shall live. He shall live. None of the transgressions which he has committed shall be remembered. Oh, how I believe in this with all my heart and how I love to embrace the precious souls and say all is forgiven, all is cleansed, no charge. And how I would love to stand up for them and say, no, don't come to them about their past failings. They have confessed them to God <coughs> and He has forgiven and cleansed them. They are now right in His sight. Oh, but you have something more bigger than me. You have Jesus at the Father's right hand standing up for you and declaring you not guilty in His sight. Now, let me read you two little thoughts here. Hebrews chapter 9, 14 and 10, 14, okay? In Hebrews 9, 14, let me go ahead and read it from the, the Amplified, okay? 9, 14 and then 10, 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who by virtue of his eternal spirit, his own pre-existent divine personality, has offered himself an unblemished sacrifice to God, purify our conscience from dead works and lifeless observances to serve the living God. The blood of Christ cleanses your heart from consciousness of sin. It's not just that before man, you are declared not guilty. Before God, you are declared not guilty. Before man, you are declared not guilty. No, before yourself, before yourself. You can live with yourself. And instead of having this horrible, horrible yoke that you bear around because of the pains of the past, you bear this grace of mercy, this grace of unfailing love to be able to witness to others. I was lost, but I'm found. I was dead, but I'm alive. I was unclean, but I've been cleansed. I was unholy, but I've been made right in God's sight. I'm washed in the blood, whiter than snow. I want you to know what Jesus can do for you. You see, friends, that's my life. That's my life. Oh, praise the Lord that I can sing the hallelujahs instead of the blues and tell you His blood, His blood washes you wider than snow. Lastly, but not least, for by Hebrews 10, 14, by a single offering, He, Jesus, has forever completely cleansed and perfected all those whom He has consecrated and made holy. Oh, I love that verse. I prayed it and prayed it and prayed it. That he, by the one sacrifice of himself, forever completely cleanses, perfects me, whom he has consecrated and made holy. I believe in it. I believe it. I believe it with all my heart, not just for myself, but for you, that Jesus washes you white and snow. And you may say to me, Pastor, I know this but I still struggle with the feelings of my past failures. What does that mean? Stay in the Holy Ghost washing machine. Keep 
reading and praying these scriptures, keep coming to church, keep listening to devotions, keep coming to church, and as the water of the Word keeps coming into you, according to Ephesians 5, we are washed by the water of the Word. You keep hearing the gospel, and it washes and washes until the deepest stain, according to what I started today in Isaiah 118, is washed white as snow, and you're free, and there's no more pain and no more no more skeletons in the closets to be afraid for somebody to find out about. Amen. Have a good day.